0: People make plans, and they start out on their plans, and everything is going fine, but then something happens, some event happens, and those people will say, well, if only this hadn't happened, this would have worked out fine, but it did happen. When you ask God for his wisdom, you have the great advantage of knowing God knows the future. He won't lead you in a way of destruction. When you're his child and you ask his wisdom, he gives you wisdom. And when you go in the way that he brings to your mind, you won't fail. James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. As a new Christian, I saw that verse of Scripture, and I also realized that I needed God's wisdom to be able to correctly read the Bible. So I took my Bible and wrote above every book of the Bible, Pray for God's wisdom, which I did. It's so important to have wisdom from God in everything. At the time I was a new Christian, I owned a small business in Dallas, Texas, American Indian Arts. I would have to go out to New Mexico, USA, to the reservations to buy my art objects for my business. Before I left to go on a buying trip, I would pray for God to have the Indians make the items that I needed. When I got to the reservation, I always prayed for God to show me the items that I needed to purchase. And then as I returned to Dallas, I would pray for God to send the angels out to bring the customers in to buy the items. I ran that business for several years, five, six years after I was born again. I never had a sale at my business. I didn't price things 10% lower. They had a price on them, and that's what they sold for. And I never had an item that didn't sell. That's a tremendous testimony. I depended on God to have the Indians make the items, to show me which items to buy, and to bring in the customers that fit the items. Praying for wisdom. Asking God for help. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Instead, ask God for his help. Humble yourself as a little child. Know that he knows what you are supposed to do. God showed me a scripture at that same period of time in 1975 when I was a new Christian. The scripture he showed me is John chapter 5 verse 30. Let's look at that. Jesus says, I can of mine own self do nothing. When I saw that, I was amazed. This is the Son of God saying he could of his own self do nothing. Instead, he heard from God, the Father. Well, how can I expect to do anything without hearing from God, the Father? If Jesus couldn't do it, I certainly can't do it. And that was my reasoning. And then I saw that thing about calling on God for wisdom, and it shall be given him. That entire verse of John 5:30, Jesus said, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will. But the will of the Father which hath sent me. So you just simply pray for help, pray for wisdom, pray for understanding, ask God to show you what to do. Depend on God in everything, secular as well as religious. Depend on God. Learn to depend on God. I was also shown two more scriptures at that time. John chapter 14 verse 26 and John chapter 16 verse 13. John chapter 14 verse 26 Jesus said, But the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. And in John sixteen thirteen, Jesus says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God the Father, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So, four things the Holy Spirit does for us. He teaches us all things. He reminds us of everything Jesus has said. Scriptures, dreams, concepts. He guides us into all truth, and he shows us things to come. How can we fail when we have all of these things at our disposal? So, learn to call on God and trust in Him to show you His wisdom and to show you what to do about every issue pertaining to this present life. Raising your children? Finding a job? Getting into a job that suits you best? Pam Paget has a great story on this subject. As a young woman, she had very high secretarial skills. She had a master's degree in counseling, I think it was. But she found she wasn't suited to work in the field that she thought she was going to work in, though she had these college degrees. So she took a job as a secretary to a lawyer at a bank. And for the first couple of years, she enjoyed it. But then she decided she was bored in this type of work. So she prayed asking God to please help her to find a type of work that she could enjoy. This was in 1985, approximately. At the bank, someone had given them two desktop computers. One of them hadn't even been, the box hadn't been opened. So the lawyer, her boss, asked Pam if she would see how to use the computer to help them in their work. Pam said she'd be happy to do that. And then she asked her boss if she could take a course at the local community college on the subject of using the computer. And he said, yes, sure. They got the list of courses and they picked out a course called BASIC, thinking that would show her how to use the computer. She went to the first night of the class and found out this was a computer programming class they were teaching. So she sat through the first class and loved it. And she, on the way home, said to God, This is it. This is what I want to do. So she went to further, I think she went to some more college courses and continued to work at the bank for a while. Then she got a job in a very small computer software business and they had a recession and she was laid off Pam prayed and felt she needed to take a class in how to interview for jobs which she took at the class the instructor told her they're looking for entry level computer programmers at FedEx she sent her resume to FedEx. They called her to come in for an interview. There was one manager who was interested in her. She went into the interview, and she said she basically just answered everything wrong. Later, she got noticed that he wanted to hire her. She went to work for FedEx as an entry-level computer programmer. After a while, she went to him and said, Why did you hire me? I got everything wrong in my interview. And he said, oh, Pam, this isn't brain surgery. He said, I could tell you would be a really hard worker and you would be exactly what we needed. She ended up working at FedEx for, I think, 20 years or so. She retired from FedEx. All set up by God. Everything was set up by God. She simply prayed, asking him to help her to find a job that she would find to be interesting. And then she just waited for the doors to open. God knows how to get us to the place where he wants us. Today, Pam does all of the technical work for this ministry. Setting up blogs, setting up books, setting up podcasts setting up Twitter, everything. She does all of that work today. Other scriptures to consider. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. God says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Keep those scriptures together that God has given you to meditate on those scriptures, for they are a special message to you at this point in time. Keep a collection of those scriptures and look at them daily. Consider them day and night, for that's God's message which will get you where he wants you to be. The message God gives you will not be the same message he gives me, most likely. He will give me scriptures to show me how to do what it is that he wants me to do. He will give you scriptures to show you what he wants you to do. Keep those before you day and night, for they are like stepping stones to help you get where God wants you. Again, Joshua 1, eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Psalm 1, 1 through 3 tells us the same thing. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You don't run to ungodly people to ask them what to do. Nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, or his delight is in the word of the Lord, the scripture brought to your attention by the Holy Spirit. And in his word doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It would be very hard to blow down a tree that gets its nourishment from that river of water. In the time of drought, it won't matter to that tree because it's drinking from the river of water. That's what we are to do. Drink from the word of God that is given to us. And he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let me give you two scriptures that are scriptures that have kept me going for more than 45 years. What you see me do is based on these two scriptures. One is in Hebrews chapter 3. Verses 12 and 13. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, I have a spiritual gift of exhortation. So I have kept this verse 13 in front of me, For 45 years or so to encourage me. Exhort one another daily. Now, the devil will also say, You make too many podcasts. You write too many exhortations. You do too much. People would be more interested if you wrote fewer. That's not what the Bible tells me. Exhort one another daily. One reason I like the blog and the podcast so much is it allows me to publish daily and fulfill this scripture, Hebrews 3.13. There's another scripture in Hebrews 10.25, which also I keep before me day and night to encourage me to do the work to which I am called. It's actually verse 25, but let's look at the verse before that, verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And in verse 25 it says, But exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. As you see the day of the Lord approaching, you exhort one another even more. Exhort means to urge earnestly by advice and warning. So I keep these two scriptures to encourage me. And for 45 years, they have kept me going and have encouraged me in the work of God to which I am assigned. You will have other scriptures most likely brought to your attention. So you look at those constantly and do them. As you look at them day and night, the Holy Spirit will remind you of ways that you can use those scriptures in your own life and fulfill the call of God that God has on your life. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.